Thank you for joining me on another episode of Finding the Godspark. My name is Antonio. This episode is called Addiction Part 3 Church, Phase, and Card Games. I suppose saying church was an addiction is a matter of opinion. I wanted to include this because while writing these parts, I noticed a theme. The thing I was addicted to was tied to a need for social acceptance. Our need to be accepted into a group, no matter how dysfunctional that group is, could actually be the gateway to most addictions. While the other addictions cost a lot of money, church, for the most part, just takes your time. After I got baptized and became part of the church, it seemed there were an endless amount of groups to join. I remember being pressured to join as many groups as possible so as to increase the spiritual medicine. I gradually started to notice inconsistencies in a lot of the churchgoers' personalities. Some seemed to just use the Christ died for my sins thing as a get-out-of-jail-free card and remain the same. I understand wanting to belong to a group. I think all of us wanted that kind of belonging at some point. The problem for me was watching people lie to themselves and others to gain a righteous image. At one point, I wanted to speak in front of a youth group class and share my testimony. I had a very difficult time understanding the reason the church had for denying that idea. One time I went with two others from the church on a mission. We would randomly show up at a person's house, uninvited and unannounced. We received their information from a survey card they filled out during one of their services. They all had a look of shock when we told them who we were. It was obvious they had no idea random church members would be knocking on a door around dinner time to discuss Jesus. After four of these awkward visits, we would go to a grocery store parking lot and an outside mall to lasso random strangers into a conversation. Yet another uncomfortable event for me. I started to question the church's methods a lot after these incidents. I completely checked out when at the end of a class I was in, the pastor said, Now, let us pray for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to win their football game today and win with no injuries. That was a huge gut punch for me. The church had been great as a foundation for my life. The events which led me to the church could not be denied. But with the pray for football incident, my faith in religious people was destroyed. Maybe my time in the church had been too short. I fell into a new addiction very quickly. One day, I watched a cartoon called Yu-Gi-Oh! I really enjoyed the strategy elements of the card game played on the show. As it turned out, some of the cards were available in the US. I bought two starter sets and learned how to play. As I became more familiar with the game, I dove headfirst into buying as many cards as I could. My mind justified this new addiction by convincing me it was cardboard chess. 
I became so lost in this addiction, I started pulling scams, such as buying a box of Yu-Gi-Oh cards, opening all the packs a certain way, taking the good cards, and then gluing the packs back together. This scam only worked twice. The more I played, the better I got. I played at three different game stores for a while. I became such a notorious figure that some players would forfeit as soon as the match was called and I was the opponent. The company I worked for got into legal trouble and closed most of its stores. It was a cell phone company and I was manager at the time. My store was one of many to close. Instead of even looking for another job, I focused all my time and money on Yu-Gi-Oh! Around this time, a buddy of mine introduced me to another card game called Magic the Gathering. He had decks a big collection of cards. We played a few games, and he crushed me without much effort. This got my competitive fire going. I went home and looked at each card ever made up to that point. Within a couple weeks, I had my first deck built and went to a tournament to try it out. I won. I started playing games with my landlord. I said rent would be late for a couple months while I was recovering. Then, I just didn't pay at all. I was told a sick relative needed a place to stay, and I needed to move out. A gentle eviction. I asked if the last month's rent could be paid with my deposit. They were nice people and agreed. I used the money saved to rent a cheaper place. I knew going in I could only pay for three months max without income. And I would have one month for eviction time period. Plenty of Yu-Gi-Oh playtime. I decided to stay at one game store. There was a tournament with prizes going to the best player at one shop. By the time the tournament stopped, if I remember right, it was a month or two, I was undefeated. I received an upside-down pyramid trophy and a box of cards. After such a dominant performance, I began to lose interest. I suppose losing my fire for the game was a good thing. I had reached the eviction process of my stay. I sold all of my Yu-Gi-Oh cards and the trophy and prepared for the reality of living in my car. Luckily, the car living was short, just a week. This was before pay inside at gas stations, and I did a couple gas runs out of necessity. One of my friends heard about the situation and offered his couch. Another friend in a different city needed a roommate so he could keep staying at his parents' house. I sold my car so I would have enough money for rent and food and moved to Hudson, Florida. Before arriving at the house, we would hit Walmart for food and a bottle bicycle. I blew smoke up my roommate's ass by telling him I would use the bike for job hunting. In truth, I spent most of the day in a local game shop playing around with the new card game, Magic the Gathering. I did find a job at a convenience store right up the road and worked there for a few years. I continued playing Magic and I was ranked 5th in the state of Florida at one point. 
when I moved from Florida, I thought magic was done for me. But within a couple weeks, I found a game shop in Bozeman, Montana, and continued playing. Fast forward about six years. Magic seemed dead to me. I was bouncing around to different states at the time. I ended up going to a farm in Arizona to milk goats. One of the other guys played Magic. I got back into the game with all my energy. I had about 5000 in savings before getting to the ranch. When I left, only 2500 remained. Room and board were taken care of during my stay, so all that money went towards Magic cards. I fully understood the nickname Cardboard Crack. It didn't stop there. I went to a farm in Texas after leaving Arizona. I was not close to a game store, but for some reason, I ordered cards from online stores. By the time I found a job in Colorado, I only had about five to 700 left. Can't recall the exact amount. I sold all of my cards before reaching Colorado. The game has somehow remained an annoying addiction for me. I've bought packs from retailers only to throw them away in disgust. Even as I was writing for this episode, I looked up what the new set was like. The Dungeons and Dragons theme got me pumped up. I asked a couple of co-workers if they wanted to play over the next couple of days. I told them, don't do it. It was a bad idea. Sorry I brought it up. That needs to be the final experience I have with Magic the Gathering. The next episode will be about my alcoholism. Thank you for listening to this episode. Antonio signing off for now.